irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And today we're going to talk with Chris Saint. Chris is an English born and raised body piercer. Um, and he restarted his piercing career by moving to L.A. in 2007. He's been working in the heart of Hollywood. And he's focused himself on precision, creativity, and presentation. And before long, he succeeded in building a solid reputation within the community. <laughs> Let me clear my throat yes. while I talk about this. Oh, my. Oh, I'm getting all worked up. <laughs> uh, Chris's work is seen as some of the best piercing in L.A. and has won multiple awards across the world mm-hmm. um he's the first body piercer ever to appear on a tv series he's uh currently on nbc's tattoos after dark he's got a lot of vine loops it's like four hundred thousand vine loops so if you follow him there you probably see a lot going on um he's got three podcasts on itunes and two shows at meltdown comics um he's also uh been seen in music videos by artists such as from first to last angels and airwaves and marilyn manson and paramore yeah that sounds appropriate Thank God he's precise, because that's key in this career. Yeah. Shoot. That could um, go bad. We're going to get Chris in the studio, and we're going to talk to him about if he thinks American women measure up to the British birds, and if he prefers any pierced and inked up chicks to just, you know, maybe a more subdued dame. Is Chris on any dating apps, and how does dating compare across the pond? We want to know what this bloke thinks. We definitely do, but first... We're going to fill you in on what we've been up to this past week, and let's air our dirty laundry. Let's do it. I will go first. Oh. So I had an action-packed weekend. It was the 4th of July, and I made sure to have something to do every single day. Because I was like, you know what? If I'm going to stay in town and not go away, I'm going to like make sure that I am having fun and busy. Yeah. And so some of our friends call me the social chair, so I absolutely sent out an email with our itinerary for the weekend. Yeah, you need it. Friday, we started with Jazz at LACMA. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that we do that, because last summer we said we wanted to do it more, and we only did it like once. And now this summer, we've done it every week. All the live long day. At least one of us has gone every week. Sometimes both of us, both of us have gone. So yeah. this week, we went like with 12 friends, and it was a lot of fun. Went from there then to uh, play heads up at a friend's house. That was a lot of fun. Um, then Saturday, I went to Rosenthal Wines and Moon Shadows with our same group of friends. Did you have seven glasses of rosé like I did last time I was at Rosenthal Wine? Um, I don't think I had seven. I had probably like three there and then two glasses of another kind of wine at uh, Moon Shadows. So like overall, like five glasses of wine throughout the day. And then <laughs> I, good. I, we all like went home like we wanted to like rally. We're gonna all take naps and go out and do like some downtown party. Nope, everyone died. We were oh, all did dead you really? by eight thirty, and then that was it. That was it. But that's enough. In. That's enough for one day. Totally. Come on. I yeah. think I was asleep by maybe like ten thirty that night. It was fabulous. That's kind of amazing. Oh yeah. And then on Sunday, uh, went to a friend's patio to hang out with her and catch up with her and her now husband. That uh, hi Callie. And then, oh, hi, Kelly. I knew hey. you were talking about them. Yeah, I forgot that she's our, our one of our number one fans. And also, uh, Kelly isn't one of our number one fans, but I have to interject for a second and give a shout out to Dana Barden in the Bay Area, who is for sure our number one fan. Like hi, she, Dana. Dana takes the cake. First of all, she loves the show. Thank you so much for listening. And... um she really she feels like she knows you Jen I think you're best friends now I feel like I know her and also I like that we spent the weekend with some of our fans we did oh my god yeah (laughs) we we did we divided and conquered we did so I did that then I went back to um, our friend Will's pool hung out there from there like took Uber pool which by the way is such a good deal it was like five bucks to get me across town to Santa Monica met up with my best guy friend Brian who's in town who was in town from New York at Bungalow hung out with him and his friend fun then went to Sugarfish and like had a whole sushi like buffet basically and then went home and your 4th of July was great, too. Oh, my God, yeah. I went to Malibu with some other friends of ours and a new guy, actually, that I might actually like. 
Well, 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 who was this fellow that snuck in? Ah, uh, tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, and that's not surprising. No, and Jewish, which is surprising, too. Oh, wait, I thought he was Italian. Did mm-hmm. I? No. Nope. I was wrong on that. Yep. Okay. Me, too. I was like, are you French? Like, your last name is confusing to me. He's like, no, I'm a Romanian Jew. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, good. Perfect well, for you. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, but he, like, turned out to be great. Like, I don't know, we sort of, like, gravitated toward each other, and he became, like, my 4th of July boyfriend. He was like held my bag at some point for me like love it like when the people were like tray passing appetizers he would like be like oh you can't eat this one it has meat in it oh. like he was like looking out for me then excuse me was he trying to take my place i think he was he was my partner in crime that day rude i know um so he like took care of me it was really a lot of fun he was my my boyfriend of the holiday and so now i'm sort of just waiting to hear from him because we spent the entire day together like holding hands and like being like boyfriend and girlfriend yeah if he's acting interested then he needs to keep acting interested but then he didn't ask me for my phone number and then uh the our mutual friend that like introduced us um said he asked her for my number but he still hasn't reached out she's like well you could take his number i could give it to you and you could reach out i'm like no 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 okay so that's all So I'm not reaching out, and he's got to reach out. So hello, he will. Call he me. will. I, I think he will. I think he will too. And it's funny, everyone like had their reasons for why I didn't hear from him yesterday. Like one girlfriend was like, "Oh, he's obviously hungover." I'm like, "He doesn't really drink." Uh, so what else we got? We'll line him up. What are the yeah. excuses? We're not making excuses because we don't need to because there's not a reason yet. So before right. we go down that path, let's just let it go off into the universe. There it goes. And then it's going to come back. See? See how that worked? Yep. Love it. Can't wait. I went to the Russian River up in Santa Rosa. Um, I grew up going up there for the summers with my best friend. Her dad built a cabin up there. It's like a private community. It's basically like the Hamptons. Oh, not really. Um, But it is my favorite. But the drinks are cheaper. But the drinks are much cheaper. And I definitely missed it up there. I go try and go once a year. Last year, I went for like a theme night party. And um, that was a little bit of a disaster because I brought up a human that was a piece of shit. Yeah. So there was that. But this weekend was so fun. Um, There was a ton of people at my friend's cabin. It was kids cabin this weekend. There were no adults. Um, And we there was so many people like that I haven't seen in forever. Like two of my guy friends from college that I haven't seen in 15 years. Um, Friends from high school, like good family friends. Plus then everyone that goes up there every summer that you see during the summer. It's like I grew up going up there. I've been to these people's weddings with Jenna. Like Jenna and I are the dates at their (laughs) weddings. Like so we've known these people forever. It was really, really fun. We drank on the beach all day. My mom's a husband, Dave, had a 70th birthday at like a neighboring community. So I went over there and hung out there. Um, I don't know how it happened, but I never got hung over. Whoa. I don't Is it know. You just kept going? I don't know. And or did like, you like soak it up with like delicious like I may food have sure. One night we did have food when we came back to the cabin and one night we didn't. I went to bed at like four in the morning one night. I went to bed like uh, there was definitely things that would have induced day drinking in the sun all day, going to bed late, not sleeping that much. Like those things would make a hangover worse. Like I don't know what it was. I just never felt hungover. And so then it was great because then you could go to the beach the next day and keep drinking. Love it. I wasn't hungover either, except that I was a little barfy one morning. We all were. It was Saturday, actually, after um, Jazz at LACMA. Oh, yeah. We woke up, everybody in the group that ended up hanging out anyway, we all woke up a little ill. But we, like, all sent texts before, like, Saturday, like, activities, and we're like, should we do it? Should we just, like, sit this one out? Should we, like, power through it? And I was like, you know what? This Yolo. day is really pretty. Yolo. It costs like no money to get to Rosenthal. Like an Uber, uh, Uber X split three ways because we divided like into threes was $8 a person all huh. the way out to Rosenthal. So we're like, you know what? If we hate it, we come home. Exactly. It's nothing. And how would you hate that? Because once you get there and you have a glass of wine, you're in. Yeah, we were good. So it was funny though because everyone just like shaped up real quick. Oh, yeah. But it was great. It was a great weekend. I'm sad it's over. Yesterday was a little rough going back to work. Oh, I wanted God. to die. Back into death. it. I do have to say one thing about an Uber. I got trapped in Venice. I came home Monday afternoon. I met my friend Noel in um, like Santa Monica. We were at a really nice barbecue. Met some cool, really cool people. Noel always hangs out with the best people. He actually introduced me to the guy that I'm dating. 
and he always has the best, best, best people. I'm Jen. still waiting for I him know, to he set needs me up. To set you up, but anyway. So and he should start a matchmaking service. He should. He's an awesome guy. So we were out. We went to then we went to Venice to the beach to watch the fireworks, and there was kind of like firework shows going all around. We oh, guess what we did? What? There was a party happening right on the beach. We heard, you know, you make me want to shout. I'm like, let's just walk into this party and start dancing. We did. Then we walked into the kitchen, made drinks, and then walked out. It was like, oh, we just owned that party. Crushing it. That's so funny because you know, that just shows how similar we are because I did a very similar thing that day with party hopping. Yeah. We went from the, pa- the party in Malibu that we were at to the one next door and then the one next door to that. See? And it, it was called like, people kept calling it the porn party. But you know what? I was like, I don't care if it's the porn party. There's a Free whole food and buffet drink. of king crab legs and i'm gonna make that my bitch so i ate all of them that's funny they had crab legs at a porn party haha <laughs> it was yeah. a very fancy porn party let's just um, say that and then i had myself my own little dance party some song came on i could not tell you what it was because i don't remember it was one of my triggers but <laughs> it literally made me just like glaze over and go into dance i so love that then there were random people taking videos i was like what's happening here but i'm gonna just keep doing it, it must be good you were in your element I, was. I got trapped in venice that night after the fireworks show and it was impossible to get out remind me please next year to never do this again i couldn't get out it took me like over an hour to get home and the uber was 96 dollars. i think situations like that are only okay and acceptable when you're with a group because then you can either split the uber or you're not like waiting trapped like you can kind of oh make it fun. i had to walk dark down dark streets by myself to try and find a place for the uber to get to me it was not a not safe i had to wait forever and b then had to pay a hundred fucking dollars to get home so never again amen amen uh, you guys, though, now it's time to pack up our emotional baggage, like the ones we feel toward Uber, and meet our favorite celebs in baggage claim. Let's do it. So GQ put out their step-by-step celebrity guide to debuting a new relationship. Now, mm-hmm. you know... Because there, there is like a formula to this. There absolutely is, and I'm glad somebody has been paying attention and writing these things down, because uh, if you notice, like... Taylor Swift is clearly doing all of these steps right now with Tom Hiddleston. And what do they call her? Swiftleson? Hiddle Swiftle Hiddle Swift Hiddle Swift something like that. Swifterson sounds better. Yeah, any of them are great, and it's going to be over soon anyway. So who cares? Yeah, but uh, so we're gonna we're gonna give you the step by step and refer back to certain couples, so you have an idea of what we're exactly speaking about. So this is how you do it, folks. Yeah. So first comes the mating dance at a huge event. Mm -hmm. You know, let's just say it's like you know Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston. They were having a dance off at the Met Ball. So the first step of any celebrity pairing is some innocent or isn't it dancing that just so happens to be in a place where at least a thousand people are watching. These kinds of events are like celebrity proms and they're the perfect opportunity for two celebs to link up with the freedom to decide later whether they want to pursue it or not. Yeah. And then next is canoodling in a dark corner somewhere trendy because it has to be somewhere trendy so that people can take pictures of you. Mm -hmm. So this is like the most famous step of all the steps. This potential couple has to be seen like at a restaurant or a club in a corner there's got to be like a blurry photo and you can like see one of them like oh yeah that's definitely like uh serena williams but maybe that's not drake i don't know and then their facial expressions look kind of like you can see them but it's debatable a little like i said and are they making out or are they friends what is going on like serena williams and drake last summer exactly and then there's the strategic appearance in different places Mm, that's always tricky yeah so this is like when you're starting to get confident that there's a couple that is like really dating and you're like on to them They just throw you for a loop and are seen very deliberately in different places. One is at a movie premiere in Paris and the other one's out to lunch with friends in L.A. How are they at the different places at the same time? And why aren't they both at the movie premiere being each other's dates, which you would think they would do after being, you know, spotted places Mm -hmm. together? But because this is step three, motherfuckers, you've got to at least make yourself... Like, you have to have an effort to look like you want some privacy. Totally. You got to do that after being so public the first two steps. So, like, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, for instance. Mm -hmm. But then next, they go on the beach vacation. And we're back. After you've just been confused that they're in two different places of the world. Is there trouble in paradise? Nope. They're in paradise. They're looking amazing in some swimsuits on some private beach or some private island somewhere. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio and some blonde. And they look like they're having so much fun together in their small little tiny bathing suits. And they're giving cute little gestures of affection. And this is when the couple officially becomes a thing. You see these beach pictures and you know, like... You know, it's it's on. And this is a good example. Like, think of Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom on a yacht. 
Exactly. I think that is what confirmed it for me. Because I'm like, why would they be traveling together if they weren't in a relationship? They're obviously in a relationship. Anyway, then there's the Instagram reference. So at this point in the game, there's, you know, some photos taken by at least one person in the relationship who will post it on Instagram um, and reference the relationship. This can be anything from a photo of the two of them uh, in nature or a place that we know they absolutely were together with some type of sweet caption like, Vibes or good things come to those who wait because Ugh. they're basically saying like, I was in bad relationship, you know, bad relationships before, but now this is the best one Barf. until it's not. Yeah. Um. So you know, this opens the floodgates for future Instagram posts. So honestly, get yourself ready because here they come: Tyga and Kylie Jenner, mm-hmm. or Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik. So confusing. Yeah. Then you see this couple walking a dog together, and that is the final step. It's like you know now, like we've seen them all glammed up, we've seen them on beach vacations, we've seen them in clubs, and now this is like the everyday normal thing. They're just out, like doing the normal everyday steps, like getting iced coffees and wearing baseball caps and holding hands and smiling and walking the dog. So think, you know, Karuchi Tran and Chris Brown or Julianne Huff and our good old pal Ari Sandel. Mm-hmm. Yep, I All been spotted walking the dog. Once you have the dog involved, you're like That's nesting. It. Totally. And you're not even wearing makeup anymore. Yeah. You're basically married. Yeah. And then you break up. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so after going through all these steps, a celebrity couple can do just about anything. They can be seen in public together. They can go to award shows together. They could go to shopping. They could mention each other on a talk show. Like now it's super public. But most of the time, they eventually proceed to the seventh and final step. Breaking, breaking up. up. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, it happens. It and does. speaking of breaking up, Khloe Kardashian, she's single. And she's out at the club, and she has now been spotted with Trey Songs. So this is like what? This was step two, right? This is step two. This is canoodling in a club yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they were like, he had a performance. They were in the VIP section. They were making out. It is not confirmed, but it's, you know, they've been seen together. And he attended Chloe's 32nd birthday bash last week. And he is does like to call himself Mr. Steal Your Curl. So maybe he's stealing someone's girl. I like it. Trey songs. I love Trey songs. I like it too. And I think they would be a cute couple. Why I do not? too. Oh my God. Would you, do you think that she's going to then like record a song? Like I feel like. Once, oh no, I cannot. Once you start dating like a musician, then somehow they auto tune you enough to make a song. Like no. didn't Kylie Jenner do a song? She did too. But she, Chloe was dating a, what's his name? French Montana. And they never did that. True. So. Well, you know what? Chloe's cool. So mm-hmm. I feel like she won't do something fucking weird like yeah, that. Um, but also new couple alert because you, we've now seen them on the red carpet. And this was like stage seven because now they've done all the other steps mm-hmm. clearly. And they're seen super publicly. Chris Evans and Jenny Slate. Oh, yeah. Would never have thought of those two together. Especially Jenny was married for like four years. Um, but they're both from Massachusetts. And supposedly they met like in May and they started seeing each other according to uh, People Magazine like right after she got divorced but they were at the premiere of The Secret Life of Pets Jenny lends her voice to that movie and and like his family was there her family was there yeah they pulled a Hiddle Swift yeah and so now you know it might be serious because if the whole families were there and they've introduced each other to the families this is like a it's a, a legit thing, thing. Mm-hmm. and he does like like sort of unique ethnicy looking women yeah brown hair dark brown hair i don't know who she is but cool uh she is a really funny girl she was on parks and recreation mm. and she was on um snl okay i'll have to look her up love her and while i'm on my phone i'm gonna double tap that app because it's time for some tech news we are going to talk about some things we're gonna rattle through them real quick 14 different dating app features that don't exist but need to according to mashable yes starting with one dick pic recognition and censoring Mm -hmm. just see it and zap it get rid of it Bye. bye first date suggestions would be helpful because men are retarded Ugh, slow people. Sorry, I know I that word is bad, but okay, fine. They're cha- they have a challenge when it comes to that. When are they going to change the meaning behind that word? Like it's got to be just more like retardation means like stunting at something. They're stunted. They're stunted when it comes to this, except for the good ones who know how to plan things, which some of them do. I happen to know. One We're of still those. waiting for one to contact one of us here and try and make some plans. So mm-hmm. you know who you are. 
Um, then there's the option to see if people have been blocked by others. Yeah, that helps. That Safety does. and numbers. Random messages of encouragement. That's nice. Like, you know, keep going. Keep trying. I think there are some apps that actually do that once you match. But Power through. Yeah. Or like make a move, dum-dum. Mm-hmm. That's super encouraging. <laughs> then there's the <laughs> option to immediately undo your accidental swipe Shit. before any sort of notification is sent that out. That needs to exist because how many times have you been like, fuck, that's the wrong way. And you match and then you're like, oh, now no. I don't want to like unmatch from you because I feel bad like I don't even want you to see it there should be a grace period Uh, testimonies from friends because it's like you know you need people to like reassure you it's like having a letter of recommendation exactly stranger danger like I always say I'd like to have I'd like to know other people know you're not a killer yeah um, then there's the option to see how many matches your matches chatting with. Yeah. Because I think that is the most important. And there might even need to be limitations to it because that's why so many conversations die. Like t- you're just totally. too busy swiping and talking and then be nothing. Held ac- be held accountable. Yeah. The option to buzz someone when you're not pleased with their actions. Ugh, I, I mean, would do that all the time. Yeah. Just. Eh, I would buzz profiles. Yeah. Done. I'd be like, no, stop taking selfies in the mirror. Gotta go. Gotta go. Um, then there is the ability to choose your own font. Now, oh. I don't know that I care about that. Really? That surprises me. I feel like that always kills your eyes. Um, if Yeah, generally, like, bad grammar does, but I'd probably buzz them for that versus, like, yeah. need to see font. Yeah, I don't really care about font. Um, the option to edit your messages once they've been sent. I mean, yeah, that should exist in text messages, too, but whatever. I would like to edit other people's messages. Or that. like, That's what you should have written. Mm-hmm. Buzz. Um, then a section in your bio to list favorite couples. That's cute because then it knows like, oh. Who would you put? Uh, well, I don't know. I would put Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. They are great, too. I would totally put them. Um, the chance to see people's food, literature, television, and movie preferences. That's that's like going along with first date suggestions. I like that. I like it, too. And they don't give you enough space. So if they actually made space for that, that would be great. Yeah. Um, a song, lyrics, keyboard. You would probably like that I one. would die. All mine would be 90s R&B. Instead of like a giffy keyboard, it would just be song lyrics. I love it. Um, um, yeah. And then last one. reminders to take a break and enjoy life. I mean, okay. Or just take me on a date. What the fuck are you waiting for? And we'll go enjoy it together. I know. I mean, that's stupid. just amazing. Stupid. So stupid. Um, well, so you have a favorite song I that do. I would assume. I have a favorite song. Yeah. I, I am bringing this up because Trey Songs and Khloe Kardashian are dating or allegedly dating. And I'm excited about it. And I love Trey Songs. And I think like, you know, people know him, but I don't think people know enough about him. So he had a song a long time. He has a couple of good songs. Um, and my favorite one happens to be Bottoms Up. And because I like to take down a drink every now and then, um, you know, I definitely don't mind having a little bottom cheers to a Bottoms Up. But I also think it's appropriate because the Kardashians are known for their asses and this song is called bottoms up i feel like you know he may he could sing this to her right like yeah bottoms up so i think you guys should download it um it's a great r&b it like reminds me of the 90s it would be on my keyboard if i had a song lyrics keyboard on a date, <laughs> dating app and i like i said i like that he calls himself mr steal your girl and i just think it's cute i just love trey songs he reminds me of the 90s his style of music is like 90s even the fact that he's got a z at the end of his name I know. It's very 90s. Yeah, totally, right? <laughs> Super 90s. I love it. I love him. I wonder what his real name is. It's probably like oh, Terrence know. Smith Jr. the third. Okay, You well, can't I'm, be a junior and a third, but you know. You can't. Oh, yeah. I guess you can't. Maybe make you the fourth? Um, well, it could. Yeah, it would make you the fourth, I guess, because the junior would be like one degree. Yeah. yeah I'm going to like Google Trey songs and uh, find out his see. real name. Yeah, what would you suggest for uh, a dating app thing, like keyboard thing? Uh, actually, funny you should ask, while we were talking about that, I came up with a concept for a dating app altogether. Oh. Ready for this? Yeah. Someone out there, go make it, because I just don't have the patience. Oh, by the way, his name is Tremaine Aldon Neverson. Okay, that was so close to Terrence Smith Jr. third. But Trey, <laughs> then Trey, like, that's... Tremaine Trey, like that is really short, Fine. That which I love. Sense. But songs with a Z, I mean, come on, we know that's not your fucking name, dude. He's real cute too. Yeah, well, good for and he has Chloe. a great voice. Get on that, mm-hmm. or I guess she already is. He I knows. think she is probably. Um, so my dating app that I would just create would mm-hmm. be um something for like people that are a little bit more spiritual. Like, Ten. and not like what do you mean? Not like the Align app that's for like people with like finding people with their horoscopes and like matching that way but like people that are into sort of like how our friend went to MITT which is stands mm-hmm. for what now masters in transformational training exactly so there you go i would have called it just like mit 
I, I don't know. I but. don't know. Uh, yeah, like it's yeah. So I think like people that are interested in bettering themselves or like sure. seeking, you know, sort of like evolve levels. Yeah, exactly. I think that is very synonymous with other people that are doing that because. Yeah, that's true. Like, you want to be sort of, like, coming from the same mindset. I feel like that's, like, at least you have a foundation. Sure, you know what? what you believe in. You're totally right. And I was dating a guy at the time that I was doing. I did MITT. And there's a whole bunch of different levels, but I just did, like, the basic training, and it was great. Um, he just did not get it. And, like, that's fine. You don't have to get it and, like do it but like at least understand like what's happening it was a problem like it was one of the first red flags I started to notice he would say to me like I don't really understand this class you're doing like he was very like dismissive about it and I was like I explained it and then he'd be like okay cool like he would kind of get it and then he would just keep repeating it I'd go to the class again the next day and he'd be like I would talk about like what we did and he'd be like I don't I just don't understand why you're doing this oh brother I don't understand why you don't fucking get it dude or want to better yourself. Like, how could you... Like, I would never say to someone, mm, do less bettering yourself. Yeah, right? Like, You just sounds, stop where you're at because you're good. This sounds like a bad idea to, like... Get, Be better. Get some knowledge and, right. like, self-reflect. That doesn't... Yeah, it's like, dude... And then it's just, it was the first second where I started to realize, like, we just... And it's not like one level is better than the other. I'm not saying, like, above or below. I'm just saying we just didn't live on the same level. Right. And I was like, ooh, this could be a problem. Then I met his best friend, and I was like, oh, fuck. We definitely don't live on the same level. Like, his best friend and I could, like talk about the things that this other guy would just like chime in and say something real fucking stupid I'd be like oh boy I can't what is going like that just kept happening yeah so it would make sense to have a dating app where like it's not about religion but it's about like being on a, finding a common level right and I think that's a really important thing to create so yeah. somebody out there go do that because like if I say things like well, that was meant to be. Or, you know, I just trust in the universe. Or if somebody's like, why do you, how are you like getting through this issue? Well, yeah. I just believe that it'll work itself out because it always does. And like go into my spiel of my explanation that I like comes from my thinking. And they're just like, well, no, that's just a coincidence or that's just luck. I'd be like, we just clearly don't see eye to eye. Yeah. It's hard to have a further conversation and dive deeper into things. Mm-hmm. And where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? What would you call this? dating up uh transformation relation Ooh, that's a good one no that's a terrible idea um let's see uh oh i might have a cold that's from all that fun i had this weekend but i would maybe call it something transformationship transformationship what do you think of transformationship i think it's good i, I know, like it yeah i thought so Oh, transfer- yeah, because it's like marrying the two. Yeah, it's like good. transformation and relationship. It took me a second to get there. I was like, literally, were you trying to hittle swift that one? I was, and then I, I clearly need more coffee before I can make relationship words. But it's fine. We're not expecting you to do that. So, guys, we are uh, waiting for our guest to arrive. So we're just going to keep talking. Yep, until he does, because you know that's what we do best. Um, thank God we have a radio show because we're so God. good at talking. Thank God we have a radio show. So we are really excited about summer. Our friend has this beautiful, beautiful house in Malibu. I really, really want to go. I know. We're going to go. And it's just so relaxing and lovely. And on the beach, it's super picturesque. It is. And Oh, my God. I hate when people say picture. Like for picture. Oh, my mom says that. Oh, there we go. Momisms. Oh, yeah. No, that's just one of the thousands of words that she somehow butchers. I don't know why she does it. I don't know either. I'm like, it's not picture. There should be a mom translator. That that would be a good app. I think that there there was one that was on SNL. Like they made fun of like how mm-hmm. moms speak, and they did like a whole segment on mom translating. No, well, my mom like still speaks like she's in the fifties. Like, hi mom. Sorry. What is she like? I'm what? gonna blow up your spot right now. Like, give she'll me say, I love you so. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it does sound like a doo-wop song. Like, I love you so. Doo-wop. What? Oh, Jan Golden. Yeah, there. That's just one of them. Then there's a lot of like punctuation that just makes its way into our conversations. I'm like, that looks like decorations on a Christmas tree. Like, Thank you for all those commas and dots. Oh yeah, she does do that too. My mom. Um, yeah, she says um, picture. Yeah, and she puts like a t- uh, in a lot of places that she shouldn't. Like for example. 
if you have an L and an S in your name or in a word, it becomes a T, like um, Chelsea. No. Or Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend, My one of my best friends from home is Mary Wilson, and that was always fun. No. Where's Mary Wilson? I don't know where Mary Wilson is, but Mary Wilson might be coming over later. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what is going on? I don't know where it came from. It's a mom accent. A maxent. Oh, maxent. That's what we should call the app. We have so many apps. I Nobody know. steal our shit. No. Or here's what you could do. You could reach out to us because you follow us at Complicated Show. Mm-hmm. And you could tell us that you're making us these apps as gifts and that we're going to profit from them, which would be such a nice thing to do. That would be because you know Thank what? You. It's all about giving back. We give you this show every week out of the kindness of our hearts and maybe also because we just like to talk, <laughs> but mostly because it's out of the kindness of our hearts. And we think that it's all about paying it forward. Yeah, and maybe this radio show is actually just a front for an incubator. This is like the waste management of the mafia. (laughs) This is our radio show, but it's really an incubator that's happening over here. So we'll just be over here making ideas. It's awesome. You guys, okay, so while we're waiting for Chris, um, I want to talk about tattoos. What do you think about tattoos? It depends. Um, Well, several things. I like ones that have meaning. And I like small ones that are like sort of just there for the person. Yeah. I'm not that into like full body yeah. stuff. I'm If you like can hide it with clothes, also cool. Like, yeah. But what about like I dated somebody back in like, I don't even know, college or high school that had like. Hi hat? I don't think he had any tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a yin yang thing that was like oh. half sun, half moon, oh, yin yang. I'm like, well, that was really time sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> like a dolphin doesn't doesn't our friend paul have a tramp stamp uh he's been getting it removed sorry okay but paul. He, he sorry Hi. Hi. um but he has a dol- like a dolphin or something doesn't he i don't know it's like swimming across his back but anyway it's swimming i should off know his back now i should know what it is <laughs> but i don't um i just don't think i ever saw that angle um <laughs> um i would like a tattoo wait though but isn't it in some types of Jewish religion sectors, not okay to have tattoos? Um, you cannot be buried in a Jewish cemetery with a tattoo. No. They will slice it off your body. Okay, got it. Before Fine. they bury you. Now, if you go to Israel and you look around, every single person there that's not probably Orthodox has a tattoo. Like, okay. all of the Israeli army has tattoos. Okay. They either tattoo their number of their, like, what is it? Dog tag number or something. Whatever. Or, like, There's, soldier number. Or yeah, they're, like, know. organization number, whatever those are called. <laughs> their troop Beverly Hills numbers. <laughs> and we should be Troop Beverly Hills for Halloween. Okay. Or didn't we have a partnering? Oh, we were going to be Prince in Apollonia. Yeah. Everyone's going to be Prince this year. Though I, I was going to be Prince for the past like five years. And now everyone's going to be Prince. Well, we're going to have to like really dig deep and find something amazing. Okay. We can do that. Um, But the tattoo thing. So would you ever get a tattoo? I would. I would get a small one. And I thought about getting a word in like Hebrew or like oh, that's cute. maybe even like maybe a word in French or Italian or like something that just means something to me. Okay. That's like small and maybe on my forearm or like, I don't know, somewhere that I could hide it. Yeah. I have wanted a tattoo for the past like four years and I actually waited probably like five years actually. I've waited on purpose that long to make sure that I still wanted it and I still want it. Well, what is it? It's so I want it to be an L and an L, but like a curse of LL almost so it like tessellates within itself and like maybe turned on its side so you can't really tell that it's an L and L but it just kind of looks like a little curly design like almost like an infinity sign kind of yes or even like a monogram how they have that like curly Q totally yeah but I want it small and like I would say it was probably like oh my gosh it had to have been about 10 years ago my friend Ivan who was in my acting class I've known I've been friends with him for a while he said to me one time you should get a tattoo right here and he pointed to like my rib cage area like right kind of under the boob like right where your like bathing suit would tie yeah kind of and but like, I like a that little area. lower and I was like you know what that's a really I never I, I now have seen tattoos there maybe because he mentioned it and then I've noticed them but he said that so and I was like if I were to ever get a tattoo it would be there so here's that, the thing though what since you've waited so long you may want to keep waiting because the minute you get prego that skin will stretch and then that tattoo might become not as cute. Yeah, that's true. I guess I could ask a professional. Um, but I really, I want it also because it's an LL and that, those are my initials, but they were also my grandma's initials. So what I want to do is get it on her birthday. And I keep saying every year I'm going to get it on her birthday. Well, her birthday 
is August 14th. It's coming up. It's coming up. And I really, I think I'm going to do it this time. <gasps> Can I, I go? Know. Yeah, totally. Okay, it's I'll not, totally like periscope it. The only thing, oh, <laughs> well, obviously it's not real unless it lives on some social media platform. Duh. I really want to do it. I'm scared that it's going to hurt really bad because there's, it's literally skin on bone. Yeah. And I know that's like one of the worst places to do it, but it's going to be small. Yeah, well, you know, small tattoos cost a lot still. Oh no, I'm it's not, like a hundred bucks. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with the cost. It's fine. That's not a big deal. I just am like, okay, it's gonna hurt. And I think they test you first, um, like especially in sensitive spots like that. I think they t- have no ink on the needle, and they test you to show you how it's gonna feel because oh. they can't have you like flinching and shit because then right. the tattoo goes all awry. Oh god! So they te- Imagine a messed up tattoo. You, oh yeah, um, like the guy that I dated last summer has a fucking misspelled tattoo. No. That, oh yeah. If you had told me that, I think I probably would have said I run did for tell, the hills. I did, did tell you? you that, yes. What did I say? He got, you were like, what? He has um, his Sagittarius tattooed on his arm, and it's spelled wrong. In case he forgot what his sign was? I don't know. Also. Yeah. It's a, like it encompasses all of the things about this guy. Listen, he could have at least gotten the animal that is tied to Sagittarius. like, Or he could have gotten it fixed. Or that too, but like, why write Sagittarius? I don't know, because, well, hello, do you know, I mean, what do you mean why this person I, is like who this person is? So. Okay, what do you think about like matching tattoos? Like, nope. Okay, like couples tattoos? Nope. Never? Nope. Because that, do you think that like dooms you? I don't just don't like it. I just think it's dumb and I hate when people tattoo rings on their fucking fingers. I just don't, not into it. Yeah. Just get, uh, excuse me, yeah, let's tattoo a ring on our finger or just buy me a diamond. How about that? Yeah, I'll wear that instead. Uh, and that yeah. can come off in case you cheat or something. No, yeah, exactly. No, I just, I in mean, case. obviously anything can be, you know, reverse except for like death and taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. And people used to say tattoos, but now they can be removed. True. I totally. would I would probably not do that. Get a, um, yeah, I would not get a matching couples tattoo. That's like when couples that are singers like sing a duet together. It's a like kiss of death. I agree. However, my cousins, before they got married, which they've been together for like nine years prior to their marriage, um, each got each other's, um, I think, Hebrew names maybe? Or no, wait. So oh. so my cousin, who's the guy in the relationship, got uh, her initials on oh. his forearm. Okay. Like in cool block letters. Okay. Like, I mean, it's two letters. It wasn't yeah. that big of a deal. It was LM. Yeah. And then she got his Hebrew name on her rib cage. Oh, okay. Because what is this like from my ribs comes... I don't know. Oh, yeah. Kind of biblical thing. Adam gave the rib to Eve or I don't know. Some shit like that. It, was, it meant something to them. Me. But it's real cute. And they got married and blessed. No, their that is. That's fine. Happy hearts. I, I'm OK. But see, that's not like they didn't get matching. Like, no. OK. Those aren't technically matching. It's not like they both got a fucking heart with an arrow through it. Somewhere. Right. Ugh, like, no. no. Oh, you know what the worst is? What? Is when people get like a um, like a cartoon character tattooed like a Tigger or like Betty Boop Winnie the Pooh but why do they do it people put Santa Claus on yourself then adults that are obsessed with like Disneyland Hello Kitty and Hello Kitty freak me out me too like I love Disneyland I think it's so fun but am I gonna like go like do all of the things about like Mickey Mouse and like have the animals in my car and like no it just it's like you freak me out me too like have adult obsessions I just yeah like drinking Right. Also, and we should probably combine Disneyland and drinking. But also, I don't want to go there until it's safe. Oh, you don't feel safe there? Not in public vicinities. Well, like, what, where do you draw the line? Uh, the mall. You don't feel safe at the mall either, though, nope. do you? So mm. that's the worst I'll do. Okay, but like... Right now, the world is unsafe, and I must sit at home and drink. Well, <laughs> no, I actually thought about this on uh, the 4th of July. I went to v- Venice, and the pier was there, and the, the whole entire pier had, like, thousands of people on it and noel was like let's go over there i'm like nope 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 i don't want to go over there i feel like that a pier is going to crumble into the ocean or b there's going to be something in that crowd i don't like that i like stayed off on my own i'm very proud of you for those thoughts and intuition um i felt the same way actually about when we went to jazz at lacma i was like oh shit yeah here we are at a group like a, a public Location with lots of children and families and dogs. Uh-huh. This would be prime location. And so when we first got there, I got there before you did and before anyone else. I went uh, with uh, our friend Caitlin, and she was like, 
I'll pick the spot and she picks the spot near like the parking garage area mm-hmm. like the entrance to the parking garage I'm like mm, nah why didn't you like that because I was like you know what someone could have driven down there like planted a bomb yep. there's no security when you drive in there and I was like I don't really want to be like where the like the opening is yeah. for that area yeah um, so why don't we just go in the grassy knoll by the wall and mm-hmm. we can, like, escape that way if we have to make a quick exit. Like, should something happen? Or yeah. we'll just at least get shrapnel. Yeah. This is how we're thinking now. <laughs> Jen. Well, this is, like, I'd rather have shrapnel than blow up. But, like, yeah. I mean, and literally, like, not to say this in such, a, like, a, you know, it's just, like, making light of the situation. But, like, these are real thoughts now. No, they are. It's sad. It, it is. is really sad. I, you know, I felt very, it was nice to be up at the Russian River, like, this weekend because it's so... <laughs> peaceful and like it definitely safe i mean obviously anything can happen anywhere someone could get hurt or whatever but for the most part for those kind of things it's very safe it's very secluded it's very like it was also kind of nice to growing up there like you know of course you know as an adult and a parent now obviously either of us are not parents but we would guess like if we had kids like they're gonna drink they're gonna drink when they're like 15, 16, they're going to start to like try stuff like that. At the Russian River, A, you don't have to worry about like bombs going off or people getting sprayed with bullets. So that's first on the foremost. But for the most part, it's like that kind of a place where our parents knew. Like if we were going to drink a little, like for for the most part, nothing's going to happen. Like what's going to happen to these kids? Do you like like, walk to the bar? How do you get to the bar? There, Well, there's one like center they call it the center. It's like in the center of the community. And there's like an outdoor movie theater. And there's like a like a clubhouse area where you could like turn it into a dance floor. There's like arts and crafts for the kids. There's like a basketball court. Oh my God. It sounds like camp. Yeah. It's totally great. And so then fun. across the street from that, literally like 20 feet is a lodge where there's like video games, a pool table, food, beer and wine. And there's a deck that overlooks the river. And then there's like a path that like you round and go down and then you go to the river and that's the beach. It's like all right sort of there in the center of the community and so the bar is in the lodge and that's where all of the wacky so you can walk oh yeah oh no you don't like so you don't take a car no and you're safe because you're not drinking and driving you're like on your little two feet you're on your two feet or a golf cart which is like who cares so fun Yeah, golf carts like we were being driven around on a golf cart oh my goodness it sounds like a blast it's like it feels like a little resort but like in the country i went on a run one morning because like I was like, last time I was there, we we went on a run last summer. And Jenna, like, there's this, like, little store out at the end of the community. And then you run this path. And, like, she, last time we went, she's like, if you run out to the store, it's, like, a mile and a half. So it's, like, almost three, or, like, almost a mile and a half. So it's, like, three miles. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. It is so beautiful. There's, A, it's all shady. So it's, like, you're not in the disgusting L.A. sun. You're breathing in, like, fresh air. And there's like kind of like hills that go up and down. So it was like, I don't even really like running. I just do it because like if I don't have time to do something else or go to the gym, I'll just do it. And in LA, it's not fun to run. It's gross. <laughs> it's like you feel like you're probably giving yourself lung cancer because you're breathing in like disgusting secondhand smoke. It was so nice to run there and like breathe in the fresh air and like, oh, I just kind of miss it. I really want to go back. I also really want to plan a trip to San Francisco. Do you want to come with me? Again? Yeah, I want to go. Well, I wasn't there. I didn't go to San Francisco when I just went home. No, but we did go in February for the Super Bowl. I know. I want to go in, like, I don't know, August at some point. Okay. I, I just mean, think let me check fun. my schedule. Oh, it's free. Oh, good. Cool. I think it'd be fun. We could stay at my mom's house. Great. We could go see all of the people. Oh, hello, people. I know. But I think we should fly. Oh, yeah. I just feel like it's so much faster. It's so... Well, you know what, though? With all the, like, packing, Ubering, getting to the airport, security... Yeah. Sit, security. Sitting, waiting, flying, getting That's picked true. up, transporting. It's like, it ends up being around the same time, but at least you are, like, busy doing other stuff and yeah. not just sitting in a car. Door to door, it ends up being, like, an hour difference if you drive, but I don't know. I just feel like... Or... We do, like, a long weekend, and we, like, stop in places. We could do that, too. Like, and, like, maybe make it our own, like, tour day bars. Oops, I guess you can't drink and drive. Is there an Amtrak or something that could take us? Yes, there is, but it takes a really long time. How long? train, it takes, like, eight hours or something. Also, I don't know if I feel safe on that. Really? I don't know. I'm just deciding what I feel safe on these days. I I guess. I have to, like, say it and then think about it, and then I feel it. Yeah. So now I I take it back. Yeah, I guess everything has a risk, but really, I don't know, Amtrak... 
I don't really think that's a target. Do people even take that thing anywhere? No, they don't really. There, okay, uh, there is supposed to be, and they've been talking about it forever. I think we voted on it, and I feel like the, it passed, but it's going to take like 7,000 years to build, was that fast bullet train that goes from LA to San, San Francisco. Fran. And that's for all the like Silicon Valley people. Yeah, and it's supposed to take like one hour. Uh, hello? That oh, doesn't sound safe to me. No, also, it doesn't sound like they're building it either. Are they not? But I thought they voted on making it happen. I mean, they did, but also whose money's paying but for like, it? But like, what the fuck, dude? How fast does that shit go? Yeah, it's like three drinks and you're there. Uh, yeah, or, well, yeah, I guess if you're taking them down. Dude. Oh, I was going to actually say I could probably drink more than that. In, in one hour? Yeah. On the plane? Oh, by the way, if you fly. We had two on a, yeah, well, pretty quickly, yeah, actually. Yeah, that was like a four-hour flight. I know, but if we, if we weren't going for work to that location, I think we probably would have done more. Oh, we definitely would have done more. Um, I feel like the flight from so I flew from LAX to Santa Rosa because then that way people didn't have to drive to San Francisco and pick me up and then drive an hour and 45 minutes up to Santa Rosa it was just much easier it's a little more expensive but they give you free beer and wine on that flight because you're flying to wine country (sighs) I know what it's a lovely perk I was uh, like not hungover because I didn't get hungover but on the flight back from Santa Rosa to LA it was like you know 2 30 in the afternoon and I was like mm, I'm just gonna drink the wine because it's free and I was like half asleep and eating pretzels and just drank the wine anyway because I'm like why the fuck not no if they're giving it to you take it you do not turn down nice gifts also remember the time when traveling was like glamorous and like you'd wear like you'd a like hat dress and, up to get on the plane and by remember the time I mean probably before our time but it's just something no. I heard about I used to like dress cute to get on a plane. Really? How? Like I'd be wearing my plane outfit. Like my mom and I and my brother would always go to Palm Springs for um, like Easter break. And I sort of hated it because like it took me away from my friends. You know, like when you said you went on the trip when you were 18 yes. to Europe with your parents and you were like, I just want to stay home with my friends and my boyfriend. Like it was the same kind of thing. But our friends had a really nice condo there and we would go stay. My mom loves Palm Springs. She loves to lay out in the sun like she would just take us and we would go. And so I would always make like a really cute plane outfit. Well, that's cute. Yeah. And I was de- hated airplanes. I still don't love them, but I used to be like deathly afraid. Mm. Well, I feel like after you're, you're like desensitized, it goes away. But or yeah. you have like a traumatic experience and then you're like terrified. Oh, you mean like the time I was flying to go see my boyfriend in Pennsylvania and uh, it was Thanksgiving. So the airports were like ridiculous. And we had to take a flight from Burbank to like Houston and then Houston to Pennsylvania, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. The flight from Burbank to Houston flew through a storm the plane got struck by lightning yeah this happened the one flight attendant on the plane because it wasn't a very big plane had to crawl up the aisle to her seat stopped at my seat and said i'm sorry i can't move i just need to hold on to your seat grasped onto like my armrest threw herself in her jump seat like threw the seatbelt on i was like i can't do this the girl next to me was fucking sleeping Ah. It was like this loud boom, and the I would probably be sleeping. No, you would not have been sleeping. I don't know. I it was the most lot. violent turbulence I've ever been in my life. The plane, like it was the loud boom, and then the plane like dropped and went to the side. Sounds no, like a TV show movie. It was not okay. And then that we landed, and the flight attendant was like, "That's the most dangerous flight I've ever been on." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I have to get on another plane." And she's like, "Not because I thought the plane was going to crash, because no flight attendants think the plane's ever going to crash. Otherwise, they wouldn't be flight attendants." Right, that makes sense. But she said because it was so violently turbulent, she thought she was going to like injure herself like and die because it was so she couldn't even like. And she's like, I've been a flight attendant for 30 years. I'm like, okay, this is fun. Yeah. Now I have to get on another plane. Like I was like done. My nerves were shot. Like well, there was, are there's always Xanax for things like that. Now there is Xanax, and trust me, I will pop one or two of those if need be. Praise it's the Lord. Definitely something that I don't hesitate doing. If I need to. I've had a few scary flights where it was really turbulent, but nothing where like lightning struck. I mean, yeah, she I think. Well, that's what she said she thought happened. So I don't know that it was ever for sure thing. But the girl next to me who like woke up from her dumb slumber was like, what was that loud noise? I'm like, how are you? What is going on? Anyway, and the flight attendant was I'm pretty sure that the plane was struck by lightning because we were flying through a storm. So it was like, cool. That's fun. But Um, you made it. I'm here. You did it. Yay. Life. Life. Hashtag YOLO. YOLO. I mean, yeah. So we need to plan a trip to San Francisco. Okay. We need to make that happen. ASAP. 
Do you know that I've never been to like wine country? Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Actually, I've been to Marin County. I went to a hotel that. Oh, well, that's not wine country. Oh, that's like where my brother lives. Oh, well, I've been there. Okay, so wine country is like north of Marin. My brother's also north of Marin. So we were closer at my brother's house, but we were not. I mean, yeah, they're probably it's starting to be, but no, Santa, it's like you got to go up more. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds like a trek. It's not really. Um, well, I will go anyway. It's like a half hour north of my brother, 45 minutes, maybe. I'm in. And you know where my brother lives. I sure do. Mm-hmm. Hi, Colby. Does Hi. he even listen to the show? Probably not. That's rude, brother. So rude. Well, then we can say whatever we want about him. Yeah, but Dana Barden listens to our show. Yeah, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Oh, she was very sweet. I actually spoke with her up at the Russian River, and... She really, really thinks just she she thinks we're really funny. Well, I think that's really lovely that she listens to us because she's in a long term relationship. She's married, right? And she's has married kids. and has two kids and does not look like she has two kids. She has a daughter that's like going to college and another one that's like a, about to be a junior in high school. And she looks like she is our age, maybe younger. Well, I think that maybe we should have her call in so she can tell us some things about how to make it work and last that long and raise children and the whole thing. Because if she's listening to us, I don't know what advice to give her. <laughs> I mean, I Drink feel more? like I don't know. she's just listening to us, like go through it. Right. But yeah, no, she, I'm sure she has some things to say so about it. I thought about it this morning and I was like, hmm, am I an expert dater? That means I'm not an expert at relationships. <laughs> Get it? Because I'm still single. That is a good point. And yes, maybe that's what that means. But no, because sometimes you also have to, there's, you know, room for error here. Like, it's not always you. Yeah, there's a con- common denominator that there are probably things that you do that might, like, inhibit things or whatever that you're working on. And that's everybody. Yeah. But it's not only you. Like, there's a lot of times where, Things are great with guys, and then they just sort of fade, and it's not your fault. Nope. But you know what? I bet we could ask uh, our favorite doctor, Dr. Karen, next week about all this, because she is going to be calling in. And guys, don't forget to uh, tune in tomorrow to our Two Drunk Girls video at 3 p.m. And follow us at Complicated Show on all the social media platforms. That's right. It's Two Drunk Girls TV, so make sure you subscribe to that channel. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's complicated as well. And uh, we deliver this content for free to you every week. And we know that you have other great shows to listen to. So we thank you for coming back to ours. And make sure you tell your friends. Totes tell your friends. You know, Dana tells her friends. That's right. Thanks, Dana Barden. Yeah. All right, guys. uh, Lauren, where can people follow you personally? Well, you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. Amazing. Uh And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden. That's Jennifer with one N on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, Periscope, YouTube, and my website. Oh, shit. She threw in some other ones. I know. It's because I'm everywhere. Just a simple Google will find me. That's right. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Love Love you long time. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on L.A. Talk Radio.